2: Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com.
0: G'day, guys. Welcome back to Beers and Breakevens for Round 19, brought to you by Blue Wealth Property. They've got a couple of events coming up over the next few weeks. Uh, Two tonight, actually. One in Melbourne, Wealth Through Property. That's kicking off at 6.30 p.m. from South Bank. And then for you, Northern Beaches people over there, you've got uh, DY tonight, 6.30. So if you would like to reach out to the team and join in the fun tonight, uh, hit the link in our bio. Then we've got at Borkham Hills on the 19th of July, 6.30 p.m., and then live at sydney olympic park on the 25th of july so we'll have more information coming on those events very soon we have had a lot of people who've done plenty of work through blue wealth property this year and it has been fantastic a lot of happy customers there so reach out to the team uh, or reach out to myself reach out to timmy he's in england he'd love to get messages from you guys about how to get in contact with blue wealth property right now so send him as many as you can and we'll send you in the right direction speaking of timmy as i said not here this week so I get to bring in my 5'8", and uh, I introduce Timmy as my 5'8 every week, but Timmy's uh, Timmy's a bit like Daniel Fitzhenry. He's a winger. Occasionally he plays 5'8", and you go, you're not really a 5'8", though. Now I get to bring in the real one, the spy. Welcome, mate.
1: Guru, good to be on board, mate. Just the first thing I thought, actually, is your voice is even more impressive in real life. <laughs> Booming, so it's good to be here, mate. Like, I've only been here, what, one minute we've been on and it already feels just a bit more relaxed than, you know, what the dictatorship that is the playbook. Uh, it's like I've been unshackled already.
0: He's, he's too uptight, T-Williams. <laughs> we've got to have some fun. And when we will today, mate. Uh, now, mate, obviously, you, your history, you've been part of the FC playbook for quite some time. I'm sure that everyone's well and truly aware of you. How's Supercoach going this year, mate? Yeah, mate,
1: life's going well. Supercoach, not so much at the moment. We, um, it's just one of them... Things that happen in sport. Can't get it right all the time, so I'm down to... Yeah, history-wise, been with the pay book, what did it start? Two, three years ago, so it's mm-hmm. been really good stuff. Managed to come top 100 two years ago. Um, back end of last year, I was eyeing a top 100 back-to-back until Joey Manu decided against that. How so good. Uh, and poor old little Pappenhausen, so it was a dark weekend. But this year, mate, I just can't get going. It's a, weird it's a weird year, though, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, I got got up to 5K uh, about three weeks ago. I'm in free fall at the moment, down to yeah. 13,000. So some work to do, mate. But as always, we will we'll stick at it. Think, it yeah.
0: It's funny. As you said, you said you're at 5K three weeks ago. Now you're at 11. Like, I think – oh, you're at 13. I was at 11 three weeks ago. Now I'm at 5K. Like, mm. it can change so quickly. And I think this weekend is going to be bigger than what we ever imagined. Some of the outs and origin and just Brad Fitler in general. Absolutely madness, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, mate, it's um, wild. I can't believe how it's played out. And I've dodged a lot of bullets. So I'm, I'm excited about this. Weekend. Yeah, I was
1: actually walking down the hallway before I heard someone mutter that even Don Bradman had, had a couple of dark <laughs> tests. So I, was, I wasn't sure <laughs> if they were directly referencing me when they saw me or not, but I feel like Take that on board. I saw you talking to yourself out there. I'll <laughs> back that. I thought he looked familiar. I was in the mirror.
0: <laughs> Whatever you' got to do, I'm all for it. Uh, yeah, guys. So round 19, uh, we've got a stack to get into today, and we will kick off with the team list for this week. Uh, actually, no, sorry. We'll go through our scores and ranks. So you're at 13k. I'm at 5,000. I scored 1,601 on the weekend. So I had a very, very good weekend. Managed to wrangle in Timmy quite a bit, who's sitting with a rank of 4,200. So. There is now a grand total of 105 points separating me and Tim. So uh, old Scotty Guru Sattlers managed to wrangle him in Here a little he bit. Comes. Here he comes. Yeah, you can hear the footsteps. He's nervous too. I don't know if he'll come back, to be honest with you. He might stay over there. Uh, But we have got the trophy, which I thought it would be great to give to the Spy this week. Just looks great sitting on the desk there. So I'm getting closer to it. And for you guys, as you know, you're playing for the Stallion and... uh. As you guys know, the uh, our little mate fell off the stallion a few weeks ago and I blame Matty the water boy and he, in typical Maddie the water boy fashion, as per the bomb catching challenge, refused to take any responsibility for his actions. Then he rings me the other day, he goes, mate, you're not going to believe this. I just knocked over the trophy for the first time and I've actually broken it. So uh, as you can see, his head's missing, his feet have come off, uh, so... I personally think it adds character. So the person that does win this, you're probably getting the uh, Headless Horseman stallion here. So yeah, shout out to the
1: Waterboy. It shows guts. Mm. playing without a head or riding it does, without a head. Doesn't so, ever. Yeah,
0: I don't mind it. And I, I think, you know, Maddie said that he knocked it over. I think someone passed it to him and knowing <coughs> Maddie's catching skills, I'm sure he just went to fucking water and it hit the deck. So <laughs> shout out to Maddie, the water Waterboy. We still hate you. Um, yeah, making life very, very difficult for us. Uh, if you do, if you can get into his DMs or you can comment on his Instagram post, give him some shit about breaking our trophy. Um, Teamless Tuesday. Shorter week this week. Obviously, buy around. A heap of teams out and whatnot. We kick off Thursday night, 7.50pm from Combank Stadium. We've got the Tigers taking on the Sharkies for the Tigers. Bateman back on the edge for North Pole. uh, Back at lock. Mate, how do we feel about Bateman on the edge? Yeah, mentioned on the
1: Playbook podcast last night, I think in the end... Probably works out well for owners. Mm. I like him in the middle in the fact that he's going to be in everything. He gets more ball. But just for the side, it's going to strengthen that edge up again. Mm. For Noah fantastic in the middle. So I think if your side's doing better, your players are going to do better. It's yes. as simple as that. Less time, hopefully, standing under the posts. He guarantees him 80 minutes, We didn't get last week. So I think you take the win, mate.
0: That, sure. that was a big part of the problem last week, wasn't it? He? he spent most of his time standing under the sticks.
1: That's it. You can't score points in the yeah, there. That's yeah,
0: it makes life very hard. Uh, for the Sharkies, Toby Rudolph back in. You've obviously got Dalph Nukin, who's going to miss a couple of weeks. Cam uh, McInnes, he jumps back into Jersey 13. Uh, let's move to the Dragons v Raiders, the only game on Friday night, 8 p.m., coming to you from Wollongong for the Dragons. Uh, Sloan out. Turner into fullback, Uh, a name that I didn't expect to see pop up this week or this year, if I'm being completely honest, sort of come from the clouds, Paulie Turner. But shout out to him. He's been a bit of a journeyman. Um, And yeah, keen to see him get an opportunity, one that I didn't see coming. Moses Sully, he jumps back into the centers for the Raiders, mate. Murrayota at lock. I love the look of this kid. Yeah, exciting. Big bit of gear. Keen mm. to see him go around. And then in huge news, well, not huge news. It's been the same last few weeks, but Kotrick and Starling on the bench once again. No Horsburgh. It's Joe no season, baby. How good?
1: he's! I wouldn't say he's quite back, but he's very close. He's looking like a, his first meat pie of the season, just around the corner. Yeah, mate. If he
0: was a volcano, they would have evacuated the town this week. It's coming.
1: And if you if you didn't, you probably have to bunker down because yes. it's too late. It's,
0: it's yeah. going to be a tough gig for you. You're going to yeah. be Ashley. You won't get the ferry early. out of that town. No, you're in Curry. All right, Saturday five thirty. Got the Eels taking on the Warriors at Combank Stadium. Uh, for the Eels, Russell at one. Uh, Lume Lume on the wing. Ryan Madison at six. My boy, the ass, the ass man, Assy at seven. And then on the bench, Joe O and Sean Lane. Uh, probably the biggest talking point here, mate. Obviously, Mitch Moses out. We saw that coming, but Guffo. Snatched from the clouds. Oh, give me something to cheer about. That's for sure. Cause I don't, you know don't really, own him, do
1: you? How nah. oh, good. So I got nice. away with one there. Same with Cody. Uh, we'll get to that in a minute. But a few things have gone my way this weekend. That's definitely one of them because he was going to be tough to watch again. On the Very tough. Three tons, yeah. yeah,
0: for sure. Uh, for the Warriors, nothing really outside of SJ. Uh, he's in doubt, I believe, he's got a baby due this week. So uh, if SJ is out... <gasps> It's, that, mate, there's so many more dominoes. It feels like a lot of dominoes have fallen, but there's a lot more that could be chaos. We are saying before, like, you you could have had 14 players for this round two weeks ago, and now you could be down to six or seven. If, it, if everything has gone wrong, if you've got so many of these guys, it could really hurt you.
1: Real bad, and even like what, yes, yesterday morning, Tuesday morning, you could have been like, I got 14, 15. You could now have 11. That could go to 10. Yeah. So I think the big thing is don't panic because you're not alone. You're not alone. Sure.
0: Yeah, and no, that's going to be a big theme, which we'll talk about soon. Do not panic. But yeah, if you're SJs, your Marshall Kings, your are if these dominoes start to fall, oh, chaos. Uh, Bunnies versus Bulldogs, late game, Saturday night coming from a course Stadium. Uh, for the Bunnies, uh, no Richie Kenner, another little kick in the dick for all of you cool. out there, which is great to see. Isaiah Tass back in. Ty Munro holds his spot off the back of his fantastic debut last week. Uh, Hawkins in the six, Havili in the nine, the edges. Benny Lovett and Michael Cheekam and Shaq Mitchell lines up in jersey thirteen for the doggies. They made a couple of changes this week. Avarillo he jumps into the fullback role. Uh, Braden Burns comes into the centres. Toby Sexton, what are your thoughts on that signing, mate? I uh, I don't mind it for Canterbury. I think
1: it's important they do something. Obviously, got a couple of young halves there that are probably going to be pretty handy, but they're just so young at the moment. We've seen what happens to young sides at the moment with week in, week out NRL, and there's, there's like nine rounds left. They need yeah. to get something happening, just some stability. Um, yeah. And Sexton, obviously, he's shown some promise. He's still young, so if you're going to sign anyone, you get a halfback uh, with promise. And hopefully hope the coming years. I mean, don't expect miracles early, obviously. Yep. So he's not going to come in and, and fix everything. It's still a young roster, but in, moving forward, could be a shrewd little signing.
0: Yeah, I sat there yesterday and I was like, geez, I like it that, you know, they need a bit of experience there. So they've got a more experienced guy. Then I sat there and went, he's playing game 25 yeah. on the weekend.
1: Which like is, brutal. It's, all, it's all relative, but it shows yeah. It's, yeah. where the dogs are at the moment from, just, from a youth Perspective. Yeah, 100%.
0: So, yeah, uh, Toby Sexton, the Sex Pistol, comes in. And RFM in Jersey 13. Last game of the week, Sunday Arvo, we have got the... Gold Coast Titans taking on the Dolphins from SeaBus Super Stadium on the GC. Titans Campbell at fullback. Uh, We've got the little brothers of Tino and Payne stepping up into the starting team. Uh, One guy to keep an eye on making his debut. A couple of Titans birdies have been talking about him. Uh, Alick off the bench. So one to watch there. Handy guy. A little bit older, mate. 23 years old. No, it's not. Prehistoric, but it's uh, great to see yeah. guys that are that aren't eighteen, nineteen, getting a gig, finding their way in. Yeah, it
1: shows they've earned it, and yeah. it makes a difference. They played against the boys for a long, the men, sorry, not yeah. just the boys. So it all helps, doesn't it? It's that one thing way? I
0: love when when you see guys are coming to first grade that obviously didn't have the silver spoon at age twenty put in their yeah. mouth. They've had to work for it. I yeah. love that. Uh, for the Finns, you and Aiken and Safare in the centers, Branco Lee on the extended, Lemuelu on the edge, Milford on the bench, but. Mate, those four guys, Aiken, Tafate, Branco, Lemuelu, these dominoes, if they fall, yeah. it could impact your team all over the place. Yeah.
1: There's plenty going on at the Dolphins. Really interesting to see how Bennett gets them through the rest of the season. Yeah. Um if you're a Cotterly Lemuelu owner like your boy. Hopefully it's 80 this week and 80 for the rest of the season. But uh, to see him on the edge is fantastic. But, yeah, a bit to unfold there. He's got options, Wayne. Yeah. So, yeah, decision, Tom.
0: I think Lemuel is a really interesting one. Like Wayne praised him nonstop the entire season. But I think I think him and Hosking this year are just really good examples of just how hard first grade yeah, is absolutely. how much of a toll it takes. Very tough in your first full year of first grade to come in on the edge there. So, yeah, if Branko does come in... Does he come in for Tafare and he? Does he become a problem, or does he come in for Aiken and he moves to the back row and you lose Connolly Lemuelu? It's uh, it's a tough one. It's
1: a bit early for that in the in the pod. Don't throw very in
0: early, it. but it's but that's the hard thing. As well. It's the last game of the week. You're not yeah. going to know until know. the back Look, end. The,
1: the thing is, at least Connolly should get minutes off the bench.
0: Yes, the yeah. It's not ideal, but Not ideal. Yeah. yeah, yeah. interesting one to watch how that plays out. Uh, so yeah, guys, they are your team list for this week, uh, mate. Round 19 this week, round 20 next week. Um, I think it's two of the most important weeks of the season, just based on how people handle them. Uh, Trades are getting low. People are getting desperate. But I I, I think my message to people is, yes, they're important weeks, but there's still seven to go after this. Just keep that in mind.
1: Seven's a long time, so it's really hard to determine how many trades you might need for those last seven weeks. How
0: many have you got left?
1: I've got 11 Coming into this week. Coming into this week. Yep, coming yeah, right, into okay. this week. <clears throat> so if I run you through my side, mate, there's basically four people that I need to get back. So I need one downgrade. I just have to. That's where Munro comes in. You yep. beauty. That's, that's super. I need Cleary back. I need feeder back. And whilst I really like Damien Cook, and I'd be happy to run with him, doesn't play this week, doesn't play around 20... Yep. And doesn't play around 26, I believe. 26, so yeah. If you've got Sonny Luke on the bench like I do, you need a hooker. Oh, you still got Sonny yeah, Luke? Yeah, I just, I'm oh. in mean, that situation. It's not worth a trade and money and throwing everything out to get rid of him.
0: He can sit there, hopefully, not play at all. I will say this I took the same approach for 15 weeks. And when I did trade him, I slept better at night. Food better tasted night. better. Everything was just fantastic.
1: I can tell you, I can sleep I sleep better if he's in New Wales Cup <laughs> doing some damage because <laughs> no AE problem there. So I'm going to. I need Harry Green in. Yeah. He's got no buyers following Origin. I'll lock him in for the rest of the year. Uh, if injury hits, I'll deal with it. But yeah. if he could just play, what, the last seven weeks, Sonny is not an issue. So that's beautiful. So, yeah, that gets me down to seven trades before anything else happens. Yeah. So whilst 11 seems like it's probably okay, it's, it's not really. And I'm not going to be the only one there. People have less than me. Yeah. People have more than me. But there's one other pressing matter that's really hurt me. It hasn't hurt me from a from a rugby league sense because I love the bike. Yeah. It's Calen Ponga. Yeah. KP, bat to his best. Now he's goal kicking and all of a sudden he looks like a must.
0: Yeah, I've had him the last few weeks. It's funny, a few weeks ago, I think in the same week, I made the decision to bring in KP and then I made a shotgun decision on the Sunday afternoon to get rid of um, Sonny Luke. Brought him in for Jacob Little who, granted, has been lucky in this period but he's gone 65, 66, 54, which had Hooker at the moment. It's fucking gold. It's magic. It's, made, it's been fantastic. I, I watch him play. I, I, I was saying before, I watch him play and I watch him have a try assist every week. And he still only manages to get 54 or 60. And then with 20 minutes go, I watch him come off the field for fucking Moses and bye. It's the oh. most frustrating thing in the world. But he's scoring okay. And Hooker is just <coughs> a wasteland this year. So I've got him and Grant. I, I think i probably run with them. Yeah. I don't see myself changing him now. Just
1: do that, Lee. Like, it's to use the trades to do it, it's probably not worth it. Not worth it. And we no. will get to around 19 and 20. I'm just setting the scene here. Uh, before and It's I, one hell of a scene <laughs> to set. What a scene. It's a lot to Call me director. <laughs> um, KP, right? Yeah. So he's averaging – I don't know if he's that average in front of me, but if you take out his one-minute game against the Tigers, early in the year when he got knocked out, I think it's reasonable to do that to gauge his form. Yep. He's averaging 80.1 on the season. And he's only goal kicked in one game.
0: His average right now is seventy three. Yeah, so yeah, you no add bad. seven
1: for that knockout game, uh, which was, as I said, I'm happy to do because he played one minute, so it just doesn't reflect how well he's going.
0: Yeah.
1: If he goal kicks the rest of the games, so let's just add six points. Nothing crazy, just six points. Considering we added forty four on the weekend. Yeah, exactly. We'll it's, settle it's on six. Not yeah. much. Say so six. That gets him to eighty six. Yeah. They have a very good run coming up. So that six points isn't going to be six every week. All of a sudden you're into the 90, 95s and his confidence is returning. Could average over 100. So now I'm like, shit, I need him.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, mate, it's worked <laughs> out very, very well for me having KP. If you have a look at his run home, um, plays the Bulldogs round 24. Then he's got South Cronulla, which not ideal matchups. Both those teams are conceding points at the moment. And he plays the Dragons in the last week.
1: And he's got doggies in there again. Yeah,
0: yeah, um, yeah. He's got tigers, he's got dolphins, he's got doggies, yeah. Like he's he's got, got
1: 180 without a try on the weekend. Like, at the end of the game, he was just, he was like, just chilling because yeah. he didn't have to do anything. Yeah. So, for me, that takes my seven trades down to five because I need, now need to, because he took made so much money, I need to fund that trade. So, it's not looking good. And generally in this situation, I would just go, you know what? I'll just ride without him. Let's yeah. anti see how we go. I just with that draw and those numbers and the fact I love him. I hate. I don't want to watch Caleb Ponga and hope he goes poorly. I want to enjoy
0: him. Yeah, I exactly. Fuck, right. so. he's enjoyable to yeah. watch. He is so enjoyable to watch. You know the other thing I love from the week. Any obviously goal kicked. <laughs> I think they had one try score down the right edge. All the rest are on the left, so on the bad side for a left foot kicker. Did miss any? His lot. technique and
1: strike as good yeah. as I've ever seen. It was
0: fantastic yeah. the other day. You could, you could tell how confident he was lining yeah. them up. Unreal. So obviously Jacko Asin's been goal kicking <laughs> for the vast majority of the season, but. Mate, after 11 from 11, and I know, I know what Jacko's like, he, he's not going to fight KP for it, yep. he'll hold it now, I think, which is there super exciting. So, yeah, so
1: it becomes a must for me. That essentially leaves me with five trades to work with if I want to make trades for this round outside of yeah. Munro, I'm getting. So, I'm lucky enough to already have 13 because mm. uh, I'm set, set myself up. 12. Without SJ, so that yeah. becomes a factor. I'm going to assume I've got 10 for the sake of the listeners and say, what would I do? Yeah. Five trades, spare. Let's call them spare trades, 10 in hand. Let's use Teague Wilton as an example. 60-plus average. Yep. No more buyers. He's a keeper. Would I then go down to four spare trades in order to get Teague and 11 players? I would. I think it's worth doing because you're getting some for around 19, 20, the rest of the season, He's a keeper. He can score well for you. So I don't mind locking in someone like that. Anyone outside that doesn't fit those boxes, I think I'd probably just run with 10, mate, to be honest.
0: And, mate, even yeah. I, I think Wilton's a good example. I, I'm not even confident he's safe for the rest borderline. of the year either.
1: Yep, it's borderline.
0: Someone, something's got to happen on that defensive edge. If, if they're genuine about winning a premiership, they've got to sort out their defence. And I do wonder if... Wilton could be the guy, to even to get less minutes for Wade. Something has to happen. Something has it? to happen. It's yep. getting ridiculous yep. on that edge. And, like, obviously Matty Moylan brings so much in attack that <laughs> I just wonder if, if Wilton will be the one the axe falls on.
1: Yeah, and it's a great point. That shows you the value of what you can do. So, Teague's the example there. It yeah. might be someone else who fits that category. Yeah, yeah. You go, I'm happy to use him and get to 11 players and stay with four trades. But any more than that, looking to get to 12 or 13 and go down to, like, what, three and two trades... I think you just got to forget about it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's it's get your years. side right for the rest of the season. Keep who you've got. The points will flow late. We've already noticed how much the younger sides are basically starting to get beaten up. Yeah. So, what nine weeks left or something? It should only get worse.
0: Yeah. Bali gets closer and closer. I close just up. didn't
1: anticipate how quickly it happened. It's like yeah. everyone was going well and then boom, off yeah. a cliff in two weeks. I thought it might be back end of the season. I might be able to look at it, but. I missed about fourteen of the eighteen tons last week in those two games.
0: <laughs> it is interesting. Like, yeah, yeah, ha- have a look at the matchups this week. And I think like like yeah, there was a couple of teams that got flogged on the weekend, but if you if you go back to back floggings, geez gonna be hard to come back from. And I look at the Tigers like they're at eight dollars fifty against the Sharkies this yeah. week, full strength. They're in some serious curry. Um, even the Dragons kind up against the Raiders without Corey Horsbro but
1: like Dragons. Thank God for the Dragons.
0: Yeah. The Raiders aren't the sort of team to put 30 points on. They'll beat you by two and nothing more. So hopefully, but yeah. Chatting
1: it, next week and they've come off a 4 2 victory, <laughs> grinded it out.
0: Yeah, it's yeah. Uh, yeah, it's wild times in this competition. Sorry, 10 2
1: taps with a late try,
0: obviously. Oh, um, don't tempt me.
1: And I'll Can't tie right. something else into that, mate. Round 20. Yeah. Canberra and South both have a buy. So does St George. So Debellon owners, little owners. Um, little owner. <laughs> owner. Um, that's going to potentially throw some carnage as well. The sure. origin back up. So, I mean, it just shows you that trades become a premium. I will admit right now, I've probably used three or four more than I would have liked. Yep. What I didn't anticipate this year was a lot of real guns going down in a similar period. It's two trades to get in and out. Yeah. Normally, you can just let go of a guy. You don't have to bring him back. So, that's really hurt me. Didn't anticipate it.
0: Yeah. Um, um,
1: but round 20, you've got to have a look at that. So, check your side for round 20 before you do any plans
0: that was shit me to no end i'm sitting i'm starting this weekend with 15 trades i'm in a good spot beautiful i've spent two trades in the last two weeks getting nick meanie in and getting him out (laughs) i I just made a stupid decision brought him in and then i decided last week you know what you just got to take ownerships for your fuck ups, and you've just got to get it sorted and get him out of there. ruthless ruthless yeah but i I look back now and go fuck i could have been sitting here with 16 trades if i didn't shit the bed completely
1: Uh, it's still good though
0: that's good. Uh, yeah, I'm very yeah. happy with where I am, but I keep thinking, my God, like. Could have been seven. Could have been so much better. Yeah, Could for sure. Could have been sure. heaps better. Uh, but, but yeah, 15 trades going to this week. I think I will target a Sharky. <coughs> I don't think it'll be Teague Wilton. I think it'll be the great Mulatalo out there. And yep. you want to touch on him?
1: Yeah, I'll touch on just some tiers. I've done two tiers. Tier one is who I'll just absolutely be happy to get this weekend. Yep. One is Mulatalo, probably top of the list, Yep, along with Nikara. Mm. He's flying. He had six runs last weekend and he nearly scored seven tries. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) geez, he was good. That line he runs and how hard he hits it. He's outside Niko. I'd nearly prefer Niko over Mulatalo.
0: Is he the best right edge back row in rugby league at the moment, do you reckon?
1: If you just look at attack, I think he nearly has to be, doesn't he?
0: He's certainly gone past Oluquadu
1: on current current form. Uh, And it's it's not like he gets a heap of opportunity. Sharks use the ball across all parts of the field. Like, as, as an owner, as a rugby league fan and super coach runner, every time he runs, it might be seven or eight times, you're going, oh, he could score, he could yeah. score, which is huge.
0: Yeah, and if he doesn't, like, whenever he doesn't get the ball, there's something on out the back of him. Yeah. You have to commit to him. I'd hate to defend him. Oh, maybe be a nightmare to like, defend. Like,
1: hard and short, but then he did that in and away on yeah. Sewell last weekend. That was a thing of beauty.
0: You know what else he does really well, which I think is an <laughs> underappreciated thing, you only realise it when it goes wrong. The amount of times he runs that line and never, ever causes an obstruction.
1: Yeah, when just do you, you ever
0: see tries called back? He's a smart footballer too. How many times do you see these tries go upstairs and the back row is run into a half? Like, you yeah, go, fuck. You're right, he just gets it right. He just never does it. It's so good. I, I love him. Um, yeah, Britton Nikola, absolute champion. Yeah. Mate, Jermaine is another one here.
1: Yeah. I think he's tier one, but if Valence Tafade stays inside him, not a noted passer, mm. uh, he's a ball runner. He would have spent yep. his whole life running over blokes. That's fine. Full Fair play to him. But I mean, that tip on that Branco League was giving a psycho. I think that's a game changer as to whether he becomes elite again yeah. for the rest of the year, or stays there, or maybe drops back to reasonable. He'll still be good.
0: I think there's another factor to it as well, which we spoke about last night with the weekly rubdown that'll be coming out in the next few days. But they made a really good point that if Hamiso's at left centre, that has almost become that like that became the strike edge on the weekend.
1: It's a lot of footy on the left edge, isn't it? You go to to hammer, yeah.
0: That's it. Like, you've now got to work out his brain. If, like, if Branko comes back, like, for all of Branko's downfalls, catch and pass, I think he's one of the best in the league. That's what he does. Creates <laughs> so much space for Jermaine Asako. But if you've got Hammer on the other side, I just, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I, and you know what? I've never owned Asako in Classic, so I'm probably just hoping against hope here. But he's not a guy that I'll be buying now. I, I think I'm going to go without him.
1: Yeah. I th- I'd prefer the other Sharkies guys over Osako yeah. if you don't own. Yeah. Um, Sarko does have Penrith and Abai coming up, but then he has a pretty good run. So the Dolphins can keep Pines a good attacking footy, which they very well could. His kicks goals. His work rate's reasonably tackle busts. And I'll tell you what, when he gets a stiff at a line break, he makes it. He makes it, yeah. He doesn't miss. Yeah, That's huge.
0: Um, So I'm happy as an owner, but yeah, probably the other two above him. The other thing that worries me about him, and it's weird (laughs) that a hooker could impact a winger so much, but they're just a different team without Jeremy Marshall King.
1: He's, he's their everything, isn't he? He's their
0: MVP. It all it's starts. wild how important he is to that yeah. side. So if he's out... There's some worrying lot. signs. There's a lot of worrying signs, yeah. But, I mean, fuck, how many worrying sides were there at the start of the season for Osaka? Yeah. And look
1: what he's done. And even so, the last few weeks, like, JMK hasn't paid him all, and Osaka's yep. still scoring well. He's scoring okay.
0: Yeah, so. it may, even on bad weeks, he scores 50. Which, at the start of the season, we would have gone, how good's that? Like but 50. now we hold him to a 70 standard.
1: Exactly. Wild, yeah. yeah. Even like, that, the last play of the day... Last weekend yes, in Brisbane, yeah. and Valance threw not a very good ball, went behind me, dropped it minus two. If it's in front of him, it's yeah. probably a line break. He potentially scores and he potentially has a couple of tackle bus. It's then the he's not. a difference 90.
0: of 14, 16, 18 points. Yeah. When you taking consider- yeah. a line he break, try, yeah. tackle
1: bust, and goal. Like that's what he can do for you. So, yeah. yeah.
2: Over the next 12 months, an estimated 60% of all fixed rate mortgages are going to expire. Absolute madness. I've had a chat with Pat and George about this in detail. They've told me that a lot of their clients still have a rate with a one or two in front of it. The average rate is now 5%. So what does this mean? Basically, that for a lot of people, their mortgage repayments are about to increase on average by an extra 737 bucks a month. That's a lot of extra money to have to find in your budget. If you haven't had a look at when your fixed rate expires, or if you're worried about when it does, give the experts Pat and George from Mortgage Choice SCW a call so they can get you on the best rate possible and keep more money in your pockets to put less stress on your finances. You'll save yourself 129 bucks on free consult because you're an SC Playbook listener. So mention SC Playbook when you get in contact. To do so, flip them a message on Instagram at Pat and George Mortgage Choice or give them a buzz on 029521 1611.
0: I don't mind it. Take us to tier two. <clears throat> Who you got in there? Tier two, Tiki Wilton. Yep. Spoke about him already.
1: Valid concerns though. So interesting on the defensive as what yeah. Going into the finals, what do the Sharks do? They can't just keep doing the same thing. They can't keep thing. doing this. Yeah.
0: Um, you will. know what the problem is with the Sharkies? And yeah. I'll just go through their, their draw now. I've got a feeling that they don't play too many top eight teams coming into finals. So, like, I wonder how many... <clears> I'll just double-check that.
1: I want to know when their next tough game is. The next the three test. weeks
0: are Tigers, Warriors, Manly.
1: You know, it would be telling if the Warriors... Beat them by, you know, fifteen or sixteen points, and, and they it's game, in Mount hey, this smart. just isn't so, working for us. Yeah. Manly as well, like they're sort of obviously turbo has gone, but they're not down and out either.
0: So, just thinking about that Warriors game though, like you'll, oh yeah, they'll be going up against, yeah, they'll be going up against their right edge. They could get torched there, couldn't they? S J could be on,
1: yeah, but yeah. It's a good test, but I think it's a massive call for the coaching staff of you know, do we go to the finals and probably bow out because our defence isn't up to scratch or do we try to train something? And give it time to properly gel. Yeah. So there's some big big question marks for the Sharkies and I'm excited to see basically how it unfolds.
0: I will say this about Wilton and his defence. I've been saying this since Round 5 and they haven't made the change. So maybe it doesn't happen. Yeah, maybe it happens know. next year. In maybe round it is, 10, yeah. You know, so yeah.
1: yeah. Uh, other guys, Will Kennedy at the back there. Mm. Still scoring really well. Some good games coming up. He worries me a little bit against really quality sides but in Saturday his work rate's lifted this year he's running the ball pretty hard and often so that's I like him he's got upside yeah, no doubt
0: about that I feel like we'll be describing Will Kennedy in the exact same way in five years time to, <laughs> Yeah, he's always just going to be that dude that's
1: appealing but oh, I don't know for sure right um, Tarpany yeah. a lot of us own him but if you don't he's a great one to jump on you could nearly bump him to tier one if you want as well it's only the round 20 buy that probably hurts him a little bit yeah um, as long as you can cover him, is a is a good solid option for the run home.
0: Even though he's got the round 20 by surely with Hawesbury and Josh Popperley out this week. I'd, I'd be seriously considering buying him still.
1: Yeah, so I really like him. But he, he could nearly, he's a tier one and a half. Let's yeah. put him in there. Uh, Huddo Young, he's got a point to prove.
0: Mate, who's the back row marking Hudson Young this week? Good luck, I don't mate. I know who it is, but fuck, you're in for it. Dragons, so who would that be? He'll be on the left, Dragons, right edge. Is that Jaden Saw.
1: It's actually the the side was no Ben Hunt this week. Oh um, Jesus Christ. I was gonna say it was the side that didn't get decimated last week. So yeah. that's something, but Ben Hunt's now out. Yeah.
0: I'll be in for it. They'll
1: They're be under to Hutto. Hutto. Yeah, It'll <clears throat> be taking one. So same thing, around twenty, if you can cover him there. Looks a pretty juicy little number for the run home yeah. for this weekend. And then just the Tigers boys. Um, Isaiah Popolihi and Johnny Bateman. I think they're both really good buys as well. Uh, I was watching. I bought Papalihi because I couldn't quite afford Bateman. Yeah, uh, we know his pedigree. We know how good he can be. Whilst he's not quite as he's at his damaging best at the moment, he's still really busy. And the new harvest seem to use him a lot more than they were previously. Yeah, uh, with like Brooks and Dewey and stuff in the side. So I'm reasonably happy with him. I just need same thing we spoke about before. Need Tigers to compete. A little bit to get games into a grind so he can get through some work and possibly crash over for a few tries
0: well, i mean on the weekend when he played 80 minutes got beaten 74 to blot um 48 in base yeah chucking any attacking stats which he's bound to get in games that are even like that, all right again, even without the attack that goes to in the 60s
1: yeah as soon as you're not under the post for yeah that's true an yeah. inordinate amount of time so i'm pretty happy with him i'm not assuming he's probably of last year at parr yeah but is going to be a good solid number for me. For 48 in
0: base is a good knock in that game. Forty eight, it is. That's wild. Yeah, yeah I, did, I, I, I didn't even th- think about it until you said that then. Yeah. Yeah, that's
1: it. Wow. Um, and that's my boys, mate. Outside of that, I may have missed someone. Um, but outside of those guys, I don't know yeah. if I'd be trading to get them in.
0: Well, we've got a few more guys we'll talk about in the questions, which we'll get stuck into now. But uh, before we get to the questions, I had a thought sent in from one Supercoach spy. Thought us away, my the
1: friend. The spy. Okay, so I'm still not over Origin. <laughs> Shocking. As me. a lot of the Blues, <laughs> Ho- Blues fans hopefully aren't.
0: Yeah.
1: It's been a tough month. I've been, got tonsillitis, got crook again. It actually all coincide with Origin. Origin, yeah. Is that a shock? Probably not. My thought is, Thank right. Thank God the cricket's been okay. <clears throat> and maybe, yeah, Ashes has been an absolute saving Saving grace. So yeah. good. So my thought is, I don't know if it's come up before in chat. We talk about that Queensland mentality, right? Of like all together, which no one disputes. It's phenomenal. They do it so well. Yeah. I was thinking about I was flipping it a little bit, like, why are we not necessarily like that? For me, there's a little pretty obvious reason. I'd say it's not our fault, but I think we need to get better at it. Mm. Queensland had three sides come in what from the late 80s. They probably there's no time to really grow hatred and rivalries. Oh all Queenslanders. I'd suspect a lot of our Queensland listeners probably don't hate the opposition. If you go for Brisbane, you might want to hate the Cowboys or the Titans. Come to New South Wales, 100 years of rugby league rivalry, Sharks versus Saints, hatred. Yeah. You know, like Western derbies, like Manly are hated because that's just how it goes. There's all this history, 100 years worth of history of just hatred, and it's awesome because that's rugby league. Yeah. Like, it's, it's passion. It's a lot harder for New South Wales than to go... We, just three weeks a year, though, you're all together as one. It's like, hang on, that's not actually that easy to do from a natural sense because everyone does not everyone does it, that's a lie, but many people are like, oh, I want the Saints player to go well. I want the Penrith player to go well. Oh, I don't like Penrith. I hope Cleary doesn't play well. Like, hang on, like, New South Wales, guys, we've got to band together. So that's my reason for it. I yeah. don't know if it's been noted, but it makes a lot of sense. I was just sitting there thinking about it.
0: I'll tell you a story. I, I went to every grand final from Oh three to 2019. Something along those. I missed one or two in that time. And after every grand final, especially ones that were all Sydney grand finals, South Sydney Canterbury, for example, I remember after that, it was just fucking chaos. Like yep. it was just, it felt like fights were about to erupt at any yep. given moment. <coughs> Penrith Roosters exactly the same. You know, I remember being a kid, being at that fucking terrified. Then the year after that Roosters, Bulldogs, that was yeah. a living nightmare. Yep. Um, but, mate, I will never forget the night after the 2015 grand yep. final. All Queensland. All Queensland. It was the best atmosphere of a game I've ever been at. It's obviously one of the greatest finishes to a game ever. But I remember walking out there and genuinely Brisbane Broncos fans were doing nothing but celebrating for the Cowboys. Just happy and for they them. were absolutely devastated. <clears throat> and, you, and, you know, and you got to remember for, for Broncos fans, like the vast majority since 88, they grew up winning a comp every two years. It's been 10 years since they won a comp. Yeah. And, they were just, and I remember I was standing at the bar at the, <coughs> not the locker room hotel, whatever the the, the, the pub is across yep, there. Under and the I was Nava, there Under the Novotel yeah. And I was standing there and there was a Cowboys fan who had two trays of beers, you know, in Sydney, a $1,000 or whatever it would be, to yep. get a loan. And he's standing there and there was a Brisbane guy behind him. And I was standing there and I watched it all happen. He grabbed the Cowboy guy like that and pulled him back. And I thought, oh, here we go. Stinks on here. And he goes, I'll get it for you, mate. Congratulations. Enjoy it. Yeah. And I just went. That would never, ever happen to Sydney clubs. No way.
1: That's it. And you know what? And it shouldn't. It shouldn't. Yeah, I don't, 100% I don't it shouldn't. want it to. Yeah. Like that rivalry and passion is what rugby is. And that's just a bit of a thought of like, why is this the case? Now, what's the solution? I'm calling for... Right a... Fittler? <laughs> Have I got it? <laughs> don't, don't start me. Don't start me. I'm calling for a pact. Much like an American Pie when the boys band together... <laughs> I want the whole state next year, media, fans, the players are probably fine. I want everyone, not to mention clubs, for origin period. Mm. I don't want to know how many Penrith players there are, how many there aren't, any of that. I just want New South Wales Blues player Hudson Young, New South Wales Blues player, buddy, whoever it may be. Let's just take the clubs out of it for origin camp, then go back to hating each other. I love it, but that just might start to change something a little bit in terms of, like, how we go about origin and how we get to a better level from a culture and winning perspective because Queensland aren't going anywhere and they're terrifying and we need to do something.
0: I don't hate it. I don't hate it. Uh, best of luck getting the media to not mention it, especially the Penrith Panthers thing. Easy Very best ask. of luck there. Yeah, shouldn't be too hard. That should be enough, shouldn't it? Yeah, we'll just send Buzz a pigeon. He'll listen to
1: Yeah, us. and it might be like something that's never gonna happen, but I just, if we could build towards that, I just yeah. think it, would,
0: it it all helps. Winning it's, culture, bonding together, all that stuff helps. It's wild when you're trying to find the solution to something that you truly can't find the problem for. Yeah, but you know what it should look like. That's across the other side of the fence, and yeah. it's it's like Homer Simpson with the barbecue. We're just thinking, "Oh, what the fuck is going on? Why can't what?" Well, yeah, I don't want to talk about it anymore. If not,
1: let's pick the best side possible, we'll get our rotations right, and bring it to them.
0: Maybe hey, I've actually worn. We picked for you I too, do have cause... underneath. Yeah, lovely. Yeah, Very good. Couldn't come without it. So it's blue, the blue blue. Love that. All right, let's get some questions from you guys. First one comes from Matty Diamond Pro. Is Mulatalo a must-have this week? Not owning him scares me, I am buying him. I think he's close to a must-have. What are your thoughts?
1: Yeah, essentially a must-have. What he will do for you is score nearly every body game, get your 60 to 80 or 90. Like all wingers, he's probably got a 30 in him, but you know what he does have in him, which hasn't quite happened yet. It's got to be a 150 coming at some stage this year, and you don't want to be off him when that happens.
0: Yeah, you have a look at his last ten games: 61, 67, 97, 73, 55, 65, 51, 73, 60, 87. Give you the hot tip: nothing under 50 there. That's it. Love that. And, and maybe right, not that 150 is coming, but even a 120 it's yeah. still huge. And you look at the next three three weeks: Tigers, Warriors, Manly. Warriors obviously not an ideal match up there, but that Tigers Manly love that. Uh, he still got. Titans to come, Newcastle to come. I like it. Mm. He's also got. I don't think the Sharkies are going to be in a position to be, to be resting guys and shit at the back end. I think he'll play the vast majority of games. So I think he's a must have. Must have. I Agree. Like All right. Next question comes from Riley Milton. <laughs> Love this. What to do with Jeremy Marshall King, non-owner?
1: Thankfully, non-owner because. I'm a huge fan of him. Love I, him. I went to get him for round 13 and I can't remember what happened. For whatever reason, I avoided him. Mm. You beauty.
0: Yeah, how good. Yeah, and I, I love Jeremy Marsh King and I want the Dolphins to do well, but I would love for him to be a late scratching this week for Supercoach and nothing more because it's the last game of the week and, oh, my God, it would break some hearts out there. And that's where you would get panic <coughs> stations and I can't wait to see the percentage of people that trade in fucking Sam Verrills or something wild on Sunday afternoon. It be unreal.
1: It's all going to happen. So obviously if he plays, all good. You just stick with him. Yep. Hope that shoulder gets through another week. If he doesn't, it depends on your numbers. If you've got your anywhere from anywhere over 10, you just roll with it. Yep. But even if that took you from 10 to 9 or something, what do you do? I, I think, think you just cop it. The only thing I could say is maybe you preemptively get ahead of next week and go to a Harry Green if you don't own him. Get ahead of the game. Harry's got the run home. He's healthy at the moment. He does have to play Origin 3 because um, it might open up things the following week yep. with regards to like Cleary uh, for feeder if he's coming off limited Origin minutes. He might be able to strike double up there. So, yeah, it's, it's tricky though, mate. Otherwise, yeah, do nothing. Yeah, I think Just with Jeremy
0: Marshall is. King, let's set the scene. Sunday, 4 or 5 p.m. That means that Saturday, four oh five p.m. might be the earliest we know that he's out. Yeah. If so, your only options then will be Brendan Hands, Wade Egan, fucking Havili. Yeah.
1: What's Egan cost at the moment? Havili? Nah, Wade Egan, sorry. Uh, I'll get it up for you. It's probably the only one I'd consider, but they do have possibly a bench hooker this week. Is it worth a trade? No, I'd probably just rather wait for for Harry.
0: What's Wade Egan going to get you this week that makes it worthwhile (laughs) of a trade to have another hooker you don't want?
1: Yeah. In saying all this, if you've got like 15, 16 trades... That's when you could afford to do it. Different situation.
0: Yeah. Yes. But
1: if you've worked the vast majority and you know you're a bit short on trades, just look who you need to get back into your side. Take them off your trades and then make your decision. But, yeah, it's just an unfortunate one, isn't
0: it? Yeah. So, uh, from, you know, Wade Egan's last two games where he played 68 and 80 minutes, played he got 43 and 37 points. So, if that's worth a trade for you, sure, go Scr- ahead. Scrap sc- that. I, I'd wait yeah. until all the hookers are available. Top the 40 points you'll be without and move on there. Pick your best. Yeah. Uh, okay, next one comes from Jackson Coles. Is Gutho a sell or a keep? I've got him. You don't. Didn't expect him to be picked for origin, which is an ideal. Uh, he's got another buy coming up in round 27. Yep, so still a while. Still a while. Um, I love what is <laughs> doing at the moment. <clears throat> so do I. I, I think I'm going to hold him. I think Bull is my bigger sell.
1: Yeah, some would say that a bit of my three week freefall might have something to do with Gutho scoring about five hundred in that time. Potentially, yes. um, three tons in a row. Yep, won't be goal kicking, but he's got the Titans next week. He just hold for now. Yeah, absolutely. I just uh, definitely hold. In fact, Don't yeah.
0: I, I think that <sighs> there is going to be a lot of people who are going to be without Gutho this week, and if you are one of them, there is a lot of people in your same boat, and mm. you, you just wear it, move on for sure. Now, the other guy I mentioned there was Buller. Now, this one comes from Maddie L. Is Buller a sell? Now, I hadn't really thought too much about it because I want the player for this weekend. But you had me second-guessing this morning. You made some good points. Take us through those.
1: biggest well, concern with Buller is, are the Tigers going to get back to being somewhat competitive? Um, we just don't know, do we? Yeah. And I'm not saying, will they win multiple games and all the rest? It's more like, are they going to get lapped 50 every week for the rest of the season while they sort out this rebuild toward next year? If they do, it be very hard for Bull to score too many points. Uh, field position as well. Like What I noticed last weekend was half his points come from just incredible kick chase. Sorry, incredible kick return, tackle busts. He gets the line breaks off those here and there, and it sets an awesome base for him. But the way the forwards were getting rolled, he caught everything as he was getting swamped, which leads to errors, no tackle points, no tackle bars, and that's why he got 12, yep. not through lack of effort.
0: The thing that worries me, as much as this kid is a superstar and I love watching him play footy, if they get a couple of big scores put on him and he just starts to lose confidence week by week, and it could just get ugly. Do they,
1: do they sit him then at some point? Not, is, is not to say him he's not out well. It's like, hey, yeah. wait, just have a rest. got a big future ahead, so... There's one big concern that I haven't noted. This wouldn't worry me if his break-even was 60 this week. It's had yeah. 140 or something. Yeah. If he does get 20 or 30 again, you lose 100K, then you're, you're near stuck with him. You've got to do something sideways that isn't ideal yeah. or
0: fun trades to go up. That's what really hurts. And that's where, <coughs> you know, if he comes out this week and he scores 30 points and he loses 100K, would you have been better off not having that 30 points? And having that 100K put to your Nathan Cleary fund, yep. which you might need next week.
1: <clears throat> In a world where he was to lose 100K and score 100, then I go, oh, i take the 100. That's fine. You yep. can deal with that, but not 30 or 40. That's It's a big double hammer blow. Yeah. If you do hold him, so I own him, you want to hope, well, I think you're holding him for the run afterwards. He's got some better games coming up. So I think you're holding him for a month and reassessing. Once like Latrell's potentially back and things like that.
0: If you were to sell Buller, <coughs> mm-hmm. who are you selling him to?
1: I'm selling him to Ponga.
0: To Ponga, okay. It's only
1: about 115k more.
0: Yeah. See, like I, I've already got KP, so it's I, I don't know who I'd go to, and whether that means that I maybe go able,
1: Buller to like, Mullertale, okay? Flip up a I could go. Fullback.
0: Yeah, actually, that's not a bad idea. I could push one of my CTWs down, and that would leave me with 11 players this week. But I'd sort of be happy to wear that.
1: Hmm. One to consider.
0: That might actually be what I'm, I was going to sell Go Billy through. Smith originally, but that might be uh, the play.
1: Yeah, uh, Billy, you're going to sell?
0: I was going to sell Billy yeah. to Mulatalo. maybe Buller. Yeah, because the issue with
1: Billy is he's just so cheap. Yeah, You're not getting much value from exactly, it. Exactly, yeah. And if he comes back, he's the kind of player you can just sit there. If you need to buy him, you can. It's okay. He's
0: got to try on him, so Buller. Go on. What are thinking? <laughs> The other one I traded in Ty Munro last week. I went early on him. I was just very confident. But yep. yeah, if you could, if you could, if you're in a position where you could go bullet at Ty Munro,
1: beautiful, done. absolutely be beautiful. Gone.
0: Yeah, interesting times. <laughs> just so on Munro. Yeah,
1: don't know if I mentioned it all during the week, but the catch he took, chasing a bomb on the last over his right shoulder in the wet, yep. in the dark, I nearly fell off my chair.
0: Freak, and he did Up it so
1: easily. He's there one was, of those
0: guys, and you'll understand. He's one of those guys that. He plays Harold Mats and he's too good for that. Then he yeah. goes to SG Ball and he go he finds another. Level. Every yeah. time he goes up, he finds another level tie. Very something very special about him. So very exciting stuff. Yeah, mate. very yeah. good. Uh, last question. This is a guy who I didn't even have on my radar. Wasn't even thinking about him. This one comes from Junior Glover and it also comes from about fifteen other people. Brian Kelly as a pod this week and Brian Kelly just in general. A lot of people <coughs> considering him. Um... For me, mate, Brian Kelly has always been a very, very talented player. I've always loved him. I've never been confident enough to really go him in Supercoach Classic. I've drafted him a few times. What's your initial (laughs) reaction to Brian Kelly? I definitely don't hate it.
1: He's outside for Fido. Well, not this week, but moving forward, he was rotated out a few weeks ago. But, I mean, if that happens in the run home, you're probably not stuck with playing him. You've got four other good centres. Just wonder if he lacks upside. Um, I'd probably rather maybe save my funds for a bit more of an elite gun. But in saying that, he's averaging over 60. Whilst I certainly don't hate it, I also don't love it.
0: But yeah, if you need a number, it'd be, it'd be a solid number. Uh, just looking at his run home. Plays the Dolphins this weekend, which is very, very appealing. Yep. But you're also looking at a Titans team without the three big forwards. Yeah. That'll make a huge difference Bloody to yeah. that side. So... Then he's got Parramatta, Roosters, Cowboys, Warriors, Sharks, Penrith, Melbourne. Finishes with the Bulldogs, which is nice at the end there. But, geez, there's a lot of handy teams in the mix there. <coughs> Parramatta in good form at the moment. Cowboys finding great form. The Warriors, you know, they haven't been a train wreck this year. Sharkies, Penrith, Melbourne. A lot of tough games in there.
1: It is tough. You know what I'll do, just to make it real simple? I reckon he will average 58 to finish the year. So, if that suits your team... Go for it. If it doesn't, and you want more upside, we go from there.
0: He feels like a very good player to just plug and play on any given week when there's a good matchup, but, there, are am, aren't, but there aren't any, are there? I ju- I'm just not. I'm not sure how many times over the next few weeks I'll play him. And even the Dolphins won this weekend. I'm not super confident because of the guys they're missing. Yeah, it's
1: a different ball game.
0: Yeah. So, so yeah. It's, it's actually a no from me. Yeah, I know it can't interest. I, yeah,
1: well, I wouldn't buy him, but I
0: just I don't hate
1: it. Yeah, He could do a solid job for you.
0: Alright, uh, trade skippers. We've sort of spoken about our trades already, mate, the directions we're going, and you've given me another headache to deal with, which is fantastic. Just what I know. I don't know if I noted. but I am, yeah. Getting... headache from someone from the SC playbook. Shock me. Shocking. Every week. Got to keep you on your toes. I leave here mate. every Wednesday with less idea than what I was going to do <laughs> than when I came in here. It's unreal. Uh, captains, mate. Nico uh... okay, Hines. Is it the same thing all over again? Rinse and repeat. If
1: 100% don't, Well, actually, VC Nico, because it's the loop. you can, of course, yeah. Yeah. Just just for those out there, especially newer players, on a bye week, you can vice-captain someone in that early game, being Nico Hines. If for some reason something happens, or he gets hurt and he gets 20, you then get another shot at your captain later in the weekend. So that's fine. Uh, Assuming he scores 100+, plus, which he almost certainly will, then you basically just put the captain on one of your non-players in your side there. We're bound to have a couple. And then you just double his points, so... That's where I'll be going. I haven't really looked ahead to a skipper if something goes wrong with Nico, but I should probably it's not great actually. Maybe Let's ho- look ahead. or someone. Let's look
0: ahead. Let's say go? Nico, HIA. Yep. Early, Early HIA. H-I-A. Gone. Panic stations, what are we doing? Um I think if you've got Joe Tapanay, he becomes appealing to me. Definitely for a big game. Hard
1: what? to hard to fully trust his minutes. It is. But what he will do for you in at least 50, 55 is probably get you 65-plus points. He's got to play more than that. You'd think so.
0: Without Papali, without Hawes, and I'm sorry, they don't know how to win by more than eight points, he, he's got to play decent minutes. Yeah, sure. We well, played
1: those massive minutes at Locke about a month ago.
0: Yep. He nearly played
1: 80. So hopefully we, more than the same.
0: Yeah. If you said 50 or 80, <laughs> I reckon he's going, to be, he's going to be closer to 80 this week. Yeah, 65-ish. Yeah, and one HIA, he's the first guy Ricky's going to go, hey, Need you. I just need it this week. Just do it. Tap A, very interesting. Hop good, as you said. Always a good shout. Uh, mate, outside of that, the vast majority of my guys play on Thursday night.
1: That's it. All the other options yeah. on Thursday night. So, it'd be interesting if it does happen. Everyone very interesting. Boat.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah, it's going to be a wild week. How good. Um, all right, mate. <laughs> I, uh, off the top there, I forgot to mention the top scorers for this week from uh, the Beers and evens. Page, I'm into 2,000 on that. Uh, the guy that tops school... Well, actually, we'll, we'll go through the group at the moment. So, coming first in our group is James. <laughs> the raging pole. Love that. Having a good time. Mm. Uh, Jamesy is second overall in Super Coach, First in beers and break-evens. And then we've got Ryan, the financial panther. He's coming third overall in Super Coach, Second in our group. Uh, so, two boys in the top three there leading our group. So, if you manage to take home that 50K, you can... Put another 5K on it, 55K. And if you're an NRL club member, the great Tony Hayek's chucking you an extra 500 skunjos. So not bad there. Uh, looking at the top 100 in Coach overall at the moment. Uh, we've got 41, 42 of them at the moment. So doing well, the beers and break evens group flying. And the top scorer this week was the Rockville Renegades. That's Lachlan's team. Uh, Not a sniper team either. Overall rank, (laughs) 4,497. So doing good things. Good God, he scored 1,845. That's insane. What a knock. He beat the next best by 30 points. Wild. So Lachlan, interestingly enough, L-A-C-H-L-I-N. I I have not seen a Lachlan with an I-N at the end before. Mm. Unique. I love it. Send an email to beersandbreakevens at gmail.com, mate. Uh, we can get that sorted. We'll get your hat out, and we'll get a footy coming your way as well. So congratulations, brother. Great knock. 1,845. I'll give you the hot tip, Spy. If I scored 1,845, <laughs> I think I'd probably delete the app and go out on top. You'd nearly have to. I think to, I'd didn't... George Costanza it and go, thanks. You'd get have to. Out. I think you'd yeah. have to retire. It is an unbelievable score, and it shan't be getting better I think that. Think
1: it's that. That'd be all time, and... Surely, and probably stay all time. Without a doubt, I think so. It's like okay. Usain Bolt running 9.5.4. Yes. 9.5.8, sorry. Hard
0: to top. Very hard to top. All right, mate. I think we're done and dusted. <coughs> all done? Yeah, how good.
1: And thanks for having me. It's actually as good you, you made the call because I actually needed someone this week. Well, I was at my darkest hour at the moment. <laughs> Tim's run away to Europe. Yeah. I guess it's like at times like these, you need someone who you have to have next to you in the
0: trenches. Yeah. It's not him. It's not him. Well, mate, I actually had, thanks for joining <laughs> me in my brightest hour because Tim's not here. There you go. I had a great time. So yeah, it worked out well. So you've
1: helped get me through it. <laughs> and I preach that. I think it's like blokes like us, you're probably born like that way. It's, not, it's not so much a knock on Tim because he wasn't born like us. So you either get it or you don't. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's it. So it's been good fun, mate. I've really enjoyed it. I have you get a chance again another time.
0: Been unreal, mate.
1: How good? Before
0: social media goes crazy, I'm very good, mostly Timmy Williams. Don't you worry. Good mate, You kind of look like him. Um, all right. <laughs> thanks for joining us, mate. Uh, thanks for joining us all on Beers and Break Evens this week, guys. If you'd like to reach out to Blue Wealth Property, uh, the link is in the description on the YouTube or reach out to myself on Instagram or reach out to Tim, interrupt his holiday and ask him about whatever. I'm <laughs> sure he would love that. Uh, also brought to you by Bloke in a Bar. Guys, go ahead and grab yourself a case of Bloke this week. Can be dropped those jumpers on Monday night and they went in absolute record time and they'll go on in 10 minutes or something so you guys absolutely snatch them up and they are crackers thanks for joining us once again guys and we'll see you next week
1: acast powers the world's best podcasts here's a show that we recommend